This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hany Balqis. I hope you guys had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Unfortunately, today I'll be doing the show solo as Omnia is out for today. Hopefully, we'll be seeing her tomorrow. But, ladies and gentlemen, in the tech news, we're talking about how the European Union is going to impose a universal smartphone charger, and that is going to give a huge blow to Apple. We're also talking about how China has widened the ban on crypto transactions, which in tally made Bitcoin tumble. And for our apps all around the world, we're talking about how if audio is missing from your Instagram stories, well, right here on Future Talk, we do have the fix for it. And for our Tech This Out segment, we're talking about how people of determination can now use Android phones with facial expressions. And ladies and gentlemen, we're talking also about Hand Solo, the the one-armed boy who built Lego prosthetics. Now, I do remember back in my day, Legos, I used to build a lot of things, and uh, I used to love building Star Star Wars Legos. Ladies and gentlemen, we're taking a short break, but when we come back, we're jumping right in to the tech news. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, we got spicy news coming out of the European Union. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about how the European Union has imposed a universal smartphone charger in a blow to Apple. Now, we do know if you're an Android user, you're entitled to using a USB-C charger for your phones. And if you're an Apple user or you're an iPhone user, you will be using a lightning cable. But... The European Union has a different mind for Apple as they do aim to have a common charging port for mobile phones, tablets, and even headphones. Now, the European Union did set itself on a collision course with tech giant Apple just last Thursday after saying it does intend to impose a single universal charger for smartphones, tablets, and headphones. Now, these chargers will also be sold separately from electronic devices. Now, this would actually spell the end for Apple's widely used iPhone connector cable. Now, this isn't the first time we've actually heard such news. This move has been more than 10 years in the making, with the European Union executive touting environmental benefits and up to 250 million euros in annual savings for its users. Now, we've always kind of seen the European Union in general jumping on these tech giants and saying, hey, no, you cannot function the way you function in the United States. We have laws and regulations, and if you don't want to go by them, if you're not going to abide by the rules, we're going to fine you, and even worse, we won't let you sell your products. Now, let's go to the recent. I do believe the iPhone 11 or the iPhone 12 was where there was no chargers included. Now, everyone bought their phones with no chargers, except France. France made it, you know, they, 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 they obligated Apple to provide chargers to, you know, the French people because, you know, they think that, hey, I, 
this isn't right. Why should I buy a separate charger? And the European Union in general has been very adamant on, you know, grabbing Apple and other tech giants by the throat. And, you know, Facebook being one of them, Mark Zuckerberg has been, you know, in a handful of, of, of uh, you know, lawsuits and has been to the European Commission tons of times in the court. Now, we do know that the European Union is a massive market of 450 million people. And the imposition of the USB-C as a cable standard could have an effect on the global smartphone market. And let me tell you, it would have a big effect. And we do know the European Union as well has the right to repair law, right? They want all of the users of smartphones to have a right to repair and a right to use third-party, you know, uh, spare parts to fix their tablets, to fix their phones, to, to fix their mobiles, because it really is expensive maintaining a lot of Apple products. And I do know that the European Union is actually targeting Apple as a whole because Apple does, you know, they do have that premium quality. But don't forget, Apple is charges a lot for, you know, their 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 phones, their products, and for their fixing and troubleshooting of items. Now, I personally am with the European Union. I do believe that we should all have one charger for everything. Number one, it saves time. Number two, it's good for the environment. Number three, there won't be such a monopoly on these products. That is just my two cents, ladies and gentlemen. Let me know your guys' thoughts, 4215, door slots, or on our Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. Are you with or against it? Would you like, you know, a charger for all, or would you like each charger separate for each device? Taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about the downfall of cryptocurrency. Pulse95. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Words do speak louder than actions, apparently, according to John Legend. And, you know, that is kind of true. And I'll tell you why. Now, ladies and gentlemen, China. Uh, you know, this is a big topic. I hope you guys are ready. I hope you have your ears peeled. Because China has widened the ban on crypto transactions, and because of that, Bitcoin has tumbled. Now, China has banned all crypto transactions and vowed to root out mining of digital assets, delivering the toughest blow yet to the industry. Now, a couple of months ago, um, I don't know exactly when, but a couple of months ago, uh, China also did, you know, announce a similar law regarding Bitcoin. And because of that, Bitcoin did tumble and a lot of cryptocurrencies did drop drastically in price. Now, it's happening once again because crypto related transactions will be considered illicit financial activity, which does include services provided by offshore exchanges. And the People's, People's Bank of China has said on its website that it did add that cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin and Tether, are not fiat currency and cannot be circulated. Now, China is a big country. China contributes a lot to the world economy. And because of that, Bitcoin has slumped in the wake of the announcement, falling 8% to about $41,000 as of 9 a.m. in New York City, which, where we do know the New York Stock Exchange is, Wall Street is. Now, Chinese officials are going further to stamp out crypto trading for its ties to fraud, money laundering, and excessive energy use. And yes, I mean, 
China doesn't want money laundering 100%. China doesn't want, you know, fraud because Bitcoin is untraceable. But the thing they're also highlighting is excessive energy use because there's a lot of miners, right? And I'm going to kind of get a little bit technical here, right? A lot of people mine Bitcoin and you can mine it if you have the right graphic card, you know, power. And it's not like you mine it for a day and then you get, you know, $41,000 or whatever the price of Bitcoin is. No, 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 no. You have to mine it. We're talking about one, two to three to even four months to even years. And you might get lucky with that $41,000, but you're using at least 30 to 40 GPUs. So imagine 30 to 40 computers, right? So that has got to consume a lot of energy, electricity, etc. Now, there are probably still Chinese onshore speculators on, you know, the activity, but the activity has already shifted out of the country over the years because a lot of these, you know, Bitcoin miners kind of anticipated something like this coming to happen. You know, we do know China is very adamant on the rules. China doesn't play, and I've, 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 you know, Omni and I have been over it tons of times. And you know, crypto's mining massive energy consumption is also part of the reason why the industry is coming under scrutiny. And it's kind of like a separate statement. China's economic planning agency did say in an urgent task to root out crypto mining, and even the crackdown on its important to meet carbon goals. You know the carbon footprint, energy consumption, global warming. There's a lot of factors playing uh, when it does come to mining and uh, crypto mining in general or Bitcoin mining. And I do believe the number one aim or target is, you know, because you cannot track this currency. And if you cannot track this currency, you don't know where it's going. And a lot of people use Bitcoin on the internet black market and do buy services that are considered illegal some people use it to money launder etc it's a very big line but the news today ladies and gentlemen is that china is single-handedly bringing down bitcoin piece by piece i'm really excited to see what other companies may will they follow suit or they take us in action where will other countries kind of try to compete with china and support bitcoin wink wink america so i don't know what's happening we have a lot in store so you know the future is yet unwritten ladies and gentlemen we're taking a short break but when we come back we're talking all about how to fix the audio is missing in your instagram stories and i got the fix for you today pulse 95 pulse 95 apps all around what's worth a click and download do you know how to fly a drone? Well, I'm going to give you an incentive to get up in the air and film Sharjah from above with love and win up to 10,000 dirhams worth of prizes in cash. So get up there and go and take videos, pictures of Sharjah and get aerial with your drone and film the beautiful Sharjah. Pulse95 does want you filmmakers to enter from Sharjah above with love with the best 60 second videos and you can win up to 10,000 dirhams each. Now all you have to do is have a drone and know how to create cool video content. Shoot Sharjah City from above, upload an awesome 60 second video to your Instagram account, mention at Pulse95 Radio and use the hashtag Sharjah above 
to fly into the big prize draw. And with over 30,000 dirhams in cash prizes, you do need to get that drone up in the air. Pulse95 does want to see film and edited charger drone videos no more than 60 seconds long. So if you know how to fly a drone and you are a filmmaker, an editor, and you think you got what it takes to win 10,000 dirhams in cash, all you have to do is send your 60 second video to Pulse95 Radio, tag us and put the hashtag from Sharjah above, hashtag Sharjah above. But ladies and gentlemen, let's go back into the tech news and talk about how if audio is missing from your Instagram stories, how we have a fix. Now, the Ringer Switch has been doing a bit more than it's supposed to. Now, I've actually been through this problem a couple of times now, and you know, it kind of gets annoying per se, because I'll be watching an Instagram video, and then all of a sudden the audio cuts out, and it would be because the ring switch or the ringer switch on my left-hand side of my iPhone, I don't know for other uh, phones what it is, it would be off or on, and sometimes it would bug out. But uh, following the release of iOS 15, Apple's update have some users reporting strange behavior on Instagram. Now, when an iPhone's ringer, ringer switch is set to silent mode, stories play without audio. And a new update that was actually just released on Friday does appear to fix the problem. Now, silent videos might sound like a blessing for friends who love to put every single new song on Spotify and suggest them in their Instagram story. And I actually have a couple of friends like that. You know, their whole story is just pictures with music. It's like, ah, come on. But, uh, you know, that's not exactly how the switch is actually supposed to work. Now, silent mode is primarily meant to control system sounds like ringtones, text tones, and not the audio you hear inside of the apps. So you can say it's kind of bugging out a little bit. Now, before the update, a lot of people were able to recreate the behavior on their own iPhone using iOS 15. And for some users, the issue did pop up even earlier during the public beta of Apple software update. And I am a beta tester and I have, you know, kind of went through that same thing. I did find out that my phone was kind of, you know, not playing audio from certain devices. Now, as of Friday, the update is available to download and, you know, that's happening on my device and the problem is gone and audio will play on Instagram stories with the ringer off after you press the volume button. So they do have the fix right there and, and then. So if you are an Apple user, all you have to do is download the new iOS 15 update. Ladies and gentlemen, quick reminder that the IGCF has started today and tomorrow. And ladies and gentlemen, for those who don't know what the IGCF is, it is the International Government Communication Forum, which is set to take place on the 26th and 27th of December of September. Sorry. So we have started today and tomorrow as well. And, you know, the IGCF will bring together senior government officials and leading communication experts and world business leaders to explore the best practices in government communication. And we have the Morning Measures team being there interviewing all the top government officials from 12 p.m. all the way to 2 p.m. So you do need to tune in tomorrow as today has been done. 
And, you know, there's a lot of workshops to, uh, you know, to attend. And one of my favorite or, you know, the one that I will be attending personally is the false news and challenges which were faced by media professionals in times of crisis. And, you know, they are among the major topics that will be discussed at the 2021 International Government Communication Forum and also the fake news in the time of COVID-19, which will be, you know, held by Mohammed Jalal Al-Raisi, who's the Director General of Emirates News Agency. And he will actually lead this interactive session. Now, if you want more information to take an over- overview of other sessions, do visit www.igcc.ae. It's going to be live at the Sharjah Expo Center right here. So, you know, go and pass by. You got nothing to lose. And, uh, you know, you can probably meet Rania Ahmed and Abdul Karim at the Expo Center. We do have our Pulse 95 booth right there. But, ladies and gentlemen, in tech news, we're talking about how people of determination can now use Android phones with facial expressions. Now users can scan their phone screen and select a task just by smiling, raising their eyebrows, or opening their mouth. Now using a raised eyebrow or even smile, people with speech or physical disabilities can now operate their Android-powered smartphones hands-free. Now Google did announce this just last Thursday. Now, two new tools put machine learning and front-facing cameras on smartphones to work, detecting face and eye movements. Now, users can scan their phone screens and select a task by smiling, raising eyebrows, or even opening their mouth and looking up, left, or right. Now, obviously, this is to, you know, make, you know, using smartphones a lot easier for people with disabilities, and I'm 100% on this boat. I remember back in my university days, uh, you know, this this man he had a, he he had, he was blind, and he used to use his phone so well, and he would use it just by you know hearing sounds, and I I, I never actually knew how it worked, and I never you know I, I I wanted to know and I was curious, but I never asked him, and you know he was very well versed in the phone. He had an Android phone, and I don't know very much about how iPhone or Apple in general deals with people with disabilities but do put in mind this man uh he was blind and we had a whatsapp group and he would always send voice notes obviously and he could read everything we said obviously you know the, the phone would, would read out our you know our text messages but you know he 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 we didn't feel like he was you know blind only we would only remi- be reminded that he was blind when he was in class and he needed someone to come but he was a very smart lad and you know, very bright human being, mashallah. And you know, again, these are this is why the UAE calls these people people of determination, not people with disabilities, because these people are determined, right? And nothing is stopping them. I mean, mashallah, this 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 guy was getting better grades than me, hundred percent. I am, I think his GPA, he graduated with a three point nine GPA, and this guy was studying like I do believe uh, business management or something like that. So this guy was smart. And he was blind and he, you know, had no problem using a phone. He had no problem communicating using a phone. And now, you know, Android is making it a lot easier for people with speech disabilities. And, you know, it is, you know, Project Activate. Actually, that's what the Android calls it. It's a new Android application, which does allow its users to use those gestures to trigger an action, like having a phone play, a recorded phase, send a text, or even make a call. 
hats off to Android, 100%, man. I mean, I always, I always like seeing, you know, these, these, the technology being catered to the people who need it the most, right? People who need it, you know, to live their daily lives and not, you know, feel left out of the bunch, you know? And I see a lot of people and a lot of companies catering to people with determination. I remember uh, seeing about a year ago, one of the top World of Warcraft players, right? He games with his mouth, right? He doesn't have, he has no, he's paralyzed and he plays the game using his mouth. And there's like, he has a little joystick in his mouth that is catered specifically for him. Goes by the movements of his mouth, his tongue, his cheek. And, uh, you know, he's a top World of Warcraft player. So this is why people call these, are the UAE, sorry, calls these people, people of determination because they are determined and nothing is stopping them. Mashallah alayhum. Ladies and gentlemen, we're taking a short break, but when we come back, we got a lot of tech news for you. But we're going to leave you with El Perdón by Enrique Iglesias. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Tech this out. Tech this out. Pulse 95. Han Solo. Nope. We're talking about Han Solo, the one-armed boy who built a logo prosthetic. Now, this boy was born without a right forearm as a result of Poland syndrome. Now, you're probably saying, Hanny, what, who is Hand Solo or Han Solo? Now, Han Solo, you know, uh, he was a character in Star Wars. I, li- I love Star Wars, but we're talking about Hand Solo today. Now, the boy who does go by the name of David Aguilar was five when he first discovered Lego Entering a world where he didn't matter what he, where it didn't matter what he was missing from his forearm, and four years later he built his first prosthetic with it. Now, on the verge of finishing a degree in bioengineering, he does dream of working to help other children who, just like him, were born different. Now, like I said, he was born without a right forearm as a result of Poland syndrome, which is actually a rare disorder which can cause several abnormalities in the shoulder, arm, or hand, but this has actually not stopped him from living his life. Now, at the age of 22, he has been obsessed with robots since he was a child, and and his free time, aside from finishing his degree, he does give motivational speeches and even has written a book and taken part in an innovation conference run by NASA. But we do know that getting here wasn't easy and he has faced a lot of, you know, hard times and, you know, he recalls the years when building things with Lego was his only refuge from bullying. Now, unfortunately, you know, kids are a little bit harsh, you know, especially in school. I was bullied when I was in school You know, I was bullied for my weight. And, you know, kids kids are just mean, you know, they, they, they have no empathy, no sympathy, nothing. They just bully you to have fun. And unfortunately, this kid was bullied. And, you know, to kind of run away from that, he or to get his mind off of that, he started, you know, uh, creating Legos or creating Lego pieces. And, you know, he's been accustomed to life without his forearm. And, you know, he doesn't use his prosthetic every day, but he does know that many people do. And that it can cost many of thousands, many thousands of dollars or euros for the newest models. So you know what he did? He decided, you know, to use the supplies or materials he had and create these Lego prosthetics. Now, after he was awarded the Guinness World Record for creating the first functional Lego prosthetic arm in 2017, news about Han Solo did spread quickly. And you know, he has become kind of an internet star recently because of what he has done. 
And you know, that is crazy. And that just shows how technology has, you know, expanded in recent years, how, you know, people are able to create, you know, prosthetics and a fully functioning arm using Legos. And, you know, he didn't need these crazy tech. He just knew he's studying bioengineering and he started doing it when he was a child. So he knew what needed to be done to create it. Hats off to David and hats off to everyone who goes or who is, you know, I don't like to say born different, but born with, you know, a little bit harder life than, you know, the rest of the people. And hats off to all of you guys. I support you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of how far you've come. And, you know, sky's the limit. We've just talked about, you know, I talked about this, the last segment about how I had a blind uh, guy back in my university days. He was he was amazing. And now we just talked about David, you know, born without a forearm. You know, he got into the Guinness World Records and he's been creating Lego prosthetics for a while now. And he's getting a major in bioengineering. And he did a conference for NASA. And he's been written a book and did a lot of motivational speeches. So life is only the way you set it or you see it. You put perimeters, that's how the perimeters are going to be. If you live life with no perimeters, you can do anything you want. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope today you guys did enjoy the show. We are missing Omnia. Hopefully she will be back tomorrow. But again, ladies and gentlemen, sky is the limit. Never, 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 ever let the variables of life, you know, things that you cannot control, control you right try to always control the outcome and know and god says the more you try the more you'll get better at it and we do know that practice does make perfect ladies and gentlemen i hope you did guys you did enjoy today's show i'll see you tomorrow same time same place only on pulse 95 but remember reminder ladies and gentlemen we have the igcf uh right here in charge of the international government communication forum morning missions so we'll be covering it 12 to 2 p.m so do tune into pulse 95 at that time as well but I'll see you tomorrow, hopefully with Omnia. Same time, same place, only here on Pulse 95.